<coughs> Today on Analog Out, we're going to talk a bit about the upcoming Joker movie. We've got a Jurassic World 3 update, and we've got a Link's Awakening review. Check it out. Hey everybody, what's up? This is Pat. I'm the host of the Analog Out Podcast, and I got my good buddy here, Neil. Alright, I need to cough. Hold on one second. Oh no. I'm so sorry. Okay, I'm back. How are you? I am doing well. Just got back from vacation. How was that? You haven't told me anything really about it. Oh, it was amazing, dude. I had a blast. Uh... Did you leave the resort at any point? I did. Okay. And realized how super scary and bad idea that was. (sighs) I grew up in the 90s in New York, and I was like, oh, oh, shouldn't be around these graffiti walls. All right, going back to this hotel. (laughs) Did you rent a car or did you just walk? I just walked outside for a little bit. Was it like a, was it a bustling city in the surrounding area or no i i feel like they put my hotel like all the hotels by the beach or wherever but it's all like the hood basically really yeah okay it felt that way i didn't go outside and see like a beautiful sight it just third world country i mean yeah well everyone's poor everyone's asking you for money really like yeah people pulling over Driving their cars and their motorcycles, and they're like, oh, you're staying at one of the resorts? Do you want to ride somewhere or whatever? I was like, no, I'm good. And that happens every five seconds, literally. <laughs> like, it's so annoying. The worst part about walking on the beach were people bothering you the whole time, including the hookers who are on the beach. Yeah? How many of those did you get? Uh, <laughs> none. None. Uh, <clears throat> so, basically, what we're learning here is that Neil hates poor people. <laughs> I do not hate poor people. It's just a little <laughs> nagging, you know. Yeah. So what 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 was the best thing you did? We were uh, talking about Dominican Republic, right? That's where you went. Yeah. Well, hanging out with the guest, um, there was this beachside bar where you're, the bar is like literally on the beach. Mm-hmm. And you can see the ocean, all included. Yeah, all inclusive. Um, you can see the water rising, and I just hung out, had great conversations. One of the girls were really hot, so I tried to flirt with her, but, you know, way out of my league. Okay. But I was on vacation. I'm going to do my best. You know, sometimes dreams come true on vacation. <laughs> yeah, it's not like we're going to see each other again. But, yep. unfortunately, my dream did not come true. Okay. And uh, that was about it. Yeah. I got some Cuban cigars. Looking forward to smoking them. <laughs> What about your uh, did your dad do anything mean and hooker wiser? Uh, no, he just got really drunk. I thought he was gonna get us kicked out of the ho- hotel at one point. Like he was gonna buy this vacation package for fifteen thousand dollars. Then midway, he realized it was a scam. But like the like the guy even trying to sell it with us, he made the guy drink. So this guy was drunk at work. And he's, like, so drunk right now, both of them, and they're arguing about this vacation package. And I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to be arguing with a guest drunk as well. (laughs) Um, It just became a whole fiasco, and people were, like, some people were pointing us to the exit of the hotel, and I was like... No, we're not doing that. We're uh, we're going back inside to the hotel, <laughs> and you're gonna have to call security or something to get us out. I'm not getting kicked out out there. No way. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Don't make me go out there. <laughs> Have you guys it's seen scary. it? It's scary. Yeah, dude, it was pretty bad. Uh, the next time I'm going to go Puerto Rico, I think. Okay. It seems like really Americanized. The people there was really good conversations. They were gamers. Uh-huh. I met this one guy trying to pick up his Twitch uh, channel. I wish I remembered it. That sucks. Sorry, man. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> I'm sure he's listening. Uh, I, I gave him the analog out podcast. I have cards you can pass out to people if you want. What? Why didn't you give this to me? I don't know. They're expensive. So he's I holding out on me. I only yeah. have a few to give you. They're expensive. You have to choose wisely. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't think I've been doing shit, so uh, nothing to report, really. However, All right. I guess we'd start with this. I recently obtained a copy of Link's Awakening for the Nintendo Switch. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Blowing stuff. So uh, I, I started playing on Friday, Saturday. Started playing on Saturday. It's it's Link's Awakening. It's the exact same game, basically, for better or for worse. I've never played Link's Awakening. So it's widely considered to be one of the best 2D ones, if not the best. I think that people like it just because it's it's unique. Uh, there is no you're not saving Princess Zelda. You are like washed. It's your uh, your boat like crashes and. You're washed up on like a shore of an island, so you have to collect the magical instruments that awake the uh, the big fit or uh, the bird. It's like there's like a bird egg and the wind fish or something like that. Anyway, you you uh, collect the you collect the uh, magical instruments and then you wake them up and then you get off the island. Wait one second. So it has Zelda in the title. Yeah, but there's no Zelda. Right. But. That seems a bit uh, confusing. Well, I mean, it's just the name of the series. What if, what if somebody just plays the game? I don't think Zelda? Zelda's in Majora's Mask either, is she? No, she's not. So there you go. It's huh? just the name of the series. Touche. Touche. But uh, what do you think set it aside? Why make remake this version? Uh, so the thing about it is that it's one of the... First of all, it's black and white. And then, you know, they did colorize it, but... It's it's very beloved, and it's it it definitely benefits from the new coat of paint. They didn't change much else, and it's you know I think that's no added probably Easter good thing. eggs or anything. Uh, no, um, they ch- they they added a new mode which nobody likes called uh, it's like a dungeon maker. Oh, but it's a it's it's weird. It's it's like a puzzle. Like a putting puzzle pieces together of dungeons that you already visited, so you can take like rooms from dungeons you've been in already and place them in order that you want it to go. That's it. It's not like an actual like customized dungeon. It's just like uh, uh, I was thinking Zelda meets Mario Maker. Mm, that's I think they wanted to test the water, but that's not what this is. Mm, okay, and it's not being well received either, but. The game itself is uh, it's it's really fun. Great two D Zelda. I've always been more partial to the two D Zeldas than the three D ones. Really? Yeah. So my favorite, well, my favorite Zelda is Breath of the Wild now. But up before, up until then, I would say probably like Link to the Past or uh, Link Between Worlds. I I liked a lot. What uh, Link 
That's the sequel to Link to the Past. It was on the 3DS, and Uh it's uh, the one where you can, like, turn into a painting two-dimensional wall and solve puzzles that way. I remember that one. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, My wife beat it at one point. She played through it, and she never played Zelda games. Really? And she finished it, yeah. So Link's Awakening, though, really, I really like what they did with the art style. The main issue is that, well, first of all, it's short, which I don't care. I don't mind short games nowadays. Well, how much? What's the price? $60. It's a full price game, but it's the length of a Game Boy game. What would you say the replay replay value would be? Uh, they have um, they have extra, they have like a, a hard mode that you can play through and stuff. But aside from that, not much. Just if you want to play it again, what's hard mode? Just more enemies. Uh, it you you take double the damage and hearts don't just like fall out of bushes and stuff. Oh, you have to use potions and. Things like that. What do you think the fast? What is the fastest runtime for this Zelda game? I don't know, but if you're quick about it, you could easily beat it in like eight hours. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it, it's uh, but it's worth picking up if you've never uh, played through the game, or if you played through it and you enjoyed it a lot. I have I played I played it a few times. I started it on the Game Boy. But I never finish it. I would always get like halfway and then get distracted or whatever. So here's my personal opinion about this pricing right now. I think it's high right now because they're trying to get all the nostalgia people and people who are passionate about this to buy it. But I feel like it's going to decrease in price pretty fast. Nintendo almost never drops their prices on their games. Really? Breath of the Wild's been out for two and a half years now and it's still $60. All right. So it doesn't matter if you wait. Might as well just get it now. That's, and that's one of the reasons why I just buy the games when they come out, even if I have other games on my plate, is, all right, well, I want it, and waiting for it it's, it's pretty pointless anyway, so, you know, I'll just go get it. Mm. I got the pins with it. It came with a set of pins uh, from Target, if you buy it there. And then I went to GameStop and just asked them for one of their posters if you pre-ordered it, and they gave me one, so... Wait, you just went up to them and was like, hey, can I have that poster? Yeah. And they were just like, here you go. He was like, normally we don't, but here. Wow. <laughs> Lucky son of a bitch. I mean, worse, worse, I always ask people stuff like that because worse they can say is no. Yeah, that's a good motto to have. Yeah, so uh, I'm always bartering and stuff and like asking for discounts and whatnot. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, there are a few bad things, though. The frame rate is not good. It's been the biggest criticism of it. It can't inconsistently drop drop down and, like, and stutter. And I really don't like that they did this, like, blur effect around the edges of the screen. And Mm. I don't like that in games at all, really. What other games have you seen this Octopath Traveler. Okay. Yeah, they did the same thing. Uh, also, like I said, it's short. People are unhappy about that. And all, and I think that, um... I, I feel like it's a remake of a game that's already out, so you should already know what you're getting. Like, I, I feel like that's not a valid thing. Yeah. I feel like the frame rate one, it's like, okay, I give you that. Aside from that, it's an amazing game, though. Very, mm-hmm. and it's, I like short, shorter games, so I don't need, uh, 
80 hours Zelda game. Yeah. I But although I did put like 120 or 30 hours into Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. but uh, it was it's it's nice and short burst because it's made for a handheld, so... Have you actually wanted to finish a Zelda game the first time in your life? <laughs> this may be the game for you. Yeah, exactly. It's it's short and sweet. I I don't think I finished any Zelda game. Oh yeah, yeah. Not even Ocarina of Time. I got pretty far. I got pretty <laughs> far, but no. Unfortunately, like I forgot what happened. My N sixty four or something stopped working, and I never got to finish the game. Well, based on the rest of your track record, though, you probably wouldn't have finished it anyway. Yeah, no. Well, I really liked that one, and I was a kid with a lot of time in my hands. That 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 changes a lot of things. But now you're probably right. Like Twilight uh, Princess for the Wii, I think I got. I that's one probably my least favorite. Really? Yeah, I don't like that one at all. I never played Skyward Sword, so I can't tell you for sure if it's my least favorite. But I uh, okay. <clears throat> I didn't like having to swing the sword the whole time. Well, you could get I could have gotten it in GameCube. Well, I didn't have a GameCube. I, tr- I, I believe I traded my GameCube in to get that. <laughs> <laughs> That's too bad because the GameCube is way cooler than the Wii. Oh well, I guess it played game- GameCube games anyway. Yeah, I did. So, so you still could have got the Twilight Princess for the GameCube. Oh, oh, I didn't think of that. Did not think of that. Anyways, I just never had the time to finish it. And I guess that was the only other Zelda game I attempt. I I believe at some point in time in my life I'm going to get a Switch. I, yeah. I just don't know what I'm holding out for, but maybe better battery life, something. I keep telling myself. Well, they just improved the battery life. Now yeah. it's like they moved it from like three hours to nine hours. How much is it going for now? Uh, It's still 300 You see, this is why I can't justify it. Because I only really want to play two games, Breath of the Wild, Smash. There's so many great games on it. Uh, what would you put on the list there? Uh, well, I guess it depends on the person, but just off the bat, Mario Maker is incredible. Okay, I'll give you Mario Maker. Mario Maker is incredible. Mario Gal- or, uh, Mario's- Odyssey. Mario okay. Odyssey. Uh, you got Splatoon 2. I would not play Splatoon. Okay. Uh, it's not like I have anything against it. It's just not my game. Right. Mario Kart? Not my game. What? I'll play with other people. I'll, I'll probably own it. But it's not something I'm, like, excited about. Uh, let's see. What what else do they, what do they have there? I mean, at this point, I'm just listing off first-party Nintendo yeah, okay. games. But, but they've also got uh, a ton of, a ton of, like, indie games and... Well, playing Skyrim Mobile, playing Witcher Mobile would be pretty tight. Yeah. I'll give you that. But at the same time, there's nothing really pulling me. Do you have an Xbox One? No. I only have PS4. Okay. I don't play video games as much as... I, I only recently started playing video games hardcore again. Like, well, my definition of hardcore, at least. Yeah. I finished The Witcher. Which, you probably play more than I do, honestly. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I've been making the time because I felt like... I just needed something to distract me so I can think better. You know, I need to escape reality mm-hmm. off of, like, thinking of problems in, like, real life, like how to solve this or yeah. do that, and then uh, play video games. And it actually did, actually. It alleviated a lot of stress. It was wow, because cool. it's so – all those all that shit that builds up in life, if you don't – if you lit it, it'll just crush you yeah, mentally. 
I, I forgot how great of an outlet video games was for me. Like, yeah. I enjoyed it. And one thing I do now as an adult is actually finish the games, which is pretty cool. Same, same. <laughs> I When I was a kid, I never finished games. <laughs> I don't know why that dy- dynamic has changed, especially as a kid. Because now you have more patience and also you're the one spending the money on yeah. the game. So you're like, I got to finish this. But as a kid, I had probably more time. And resources to play games, like you were never playing alone, you were always switching back and forth, yeah. it was a one-player game with your friends and stuff. Um, yeah, I guess we just didn't have any patience or I think it was attention span, so you're yeah. just popping in game after game after 30 minutes or whatever. I, I, I agree with you there. That That's a hilarious nostalgia trip. So, I don't know if you heard about this, but they're doing the press junket for the Joker movie. Mm-hmm. And Joaquin Phoenix was asked, he was posed the question, do you think that this movie could be dangerous? Oh, yes, I, I saw this. And he just walked out and then, and then came back like an hour later. Uh, oops, I guess I didn't silence my phone. So, anywho... Yeah, so so he just walked out, and then they just came out, and uh, the director and and the actor actually just came out and said it is dangerous. It's just funny, um, you know. It, it, it's kind of harkening back to that whole Dark Knight. Yeah, incident. I know. I, I know what you're talking about the uh, Aurora, shooting. which at the time was uh, the worst mass shooting in history. It seems very quaint now, but. It's because time heals all wounds. No, I think it's because they've gotten much worse that that's not even that bad a one anymore. I don't know. It's still pretty bad. You know, RIP to everybody who's lost their lives there. It's not cool. But to say that a video game or a movie is going to push somebody to that point of insanity is, is ridiculous. It's not, it's not dangerous. It just displays like somebody who has mental health problems. Yeah. Like every villain movie in that case can be dangerous, right? Yeah. Like, I I just feel like this may be a PR stunt, maybe. Oh, well, them coming out and saying, yeah, it's dangerous after being silent on it for a few days is definitely a PR stunt. They probably got together and were like, you know, we probably get a lot more attention if we just say, yeah, it's a dangerous movie. <laughs> then, like, kids and shit are going to want to come and see it. It's like that. The they're, movie, they're probably uh, stressing out in the beginning be like, man, what are we going to do? Right. This is going to kill us, whatever. Some guy's like, let's embrace it. <laughs> it's like that... Uh, the interview movie. You know what I'm talking about? Is that what yes, it was called? With Seth Rogen and Yeah. Uh, like, like that movie sucked and everyone wanted to see it because it got that reputation. Okay. Maybe it was because I was high, I don't remember, but I laughed my ass off of that movie. It was definitely one of the weaker of the of that bunch. Yeah, well, of actors that do that do comedies together. Tell that to North Korea. Yeah. So anyway, what do you think? Do you think the Joker movie is a dangerous movie? I'm excited because okay, I I think I'm. Would I say I'm a bigger Joker fan than you, Batman fan? I read the comics actually. Still, at this point, you're probably a bigger fan uh, of all comics than me, except for maybe Swamp Thing. <laughs> okay. I know shit about Swamp Thing. John Constantine, I know, has killed Swamp Thing a couple of times. Oh? Yeah. Swamp Thing's just misunderstood. He's not a bad guy. 
yeah, but sometimes he doesn't care about anybody else, and that becomes a problem for everybody. And, like, when they were going to go against, like, the green John Constantine's, like, telling the Justice, like, at one point, oh, well, I guess that means we have to kill Swamp Thing. And he just walks up to Swamp Thing and, like, has this this whole situation prepped to kill him already. And it was, like, not a problem. Well, anyway, Joker. Yeah, I'd say you're probably bigger fan just because I don't really care or read comics anymore. Yeah. I so. still passionate about it. I'm a big Batman guy. Well, here's the thing. I don't want my character misportrayed. If it's a good movie, but it's not the freaking Joker, then why don't you just put, hey, you know. Well, that's how I felt about The Dark Knight. Because I felt like he his his villain was good, but it wasn't the Joker. It was more like (laughs) the Riddler, honestly. But it still was portraying that Joker character, at, like in comics, in a different version. You know, uh, I, don't I just think don't. So. I just don't want this to be a portrayal of like an insane man losing himself and just dressing up and doing crazy shit. That's what the Joker is. Yeah, but Joker actually has real consequences, and he torments Batman. It's very hard to have a Joker movie without Batman. This is why I'm having a problem with it. I think. Well, it's how he becomes Joker. Okay, that doesn't make sense because Bruce Wayne's a kid, and I don't understand it. That like Bruce Wayne causes the Joker to be the Joker. Why so serious? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just really pissed off about it, man. It's just not going to live up to my expectations, and it's being overhyped. You realize that it's getting like really, really rave reviews, and it's probably a good movie. Yeah, but it shouldn't be my my Joker. Like, why isn't he fighting Batman? I didn't want. A Joker origin movie, and the only reason I'm somewhat interested in it is because it's apparently really good. Okay, if if they can tie up the loose ends on why Bruce Wayne is there as a kid... What are I you mean, talking about Bruce Wayne? Bruce Wayne's in the trailer. Is he? Yes. When? As a kid. When? He, he puts a smile on his face. It was confirmed to be Bruce Wayne. Oh, I don't... Yeah, I don't keep up with this shit. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess I only run a podcast for it, but <laughs> I didn't realize that. Yeah, anyways, Bruce Wayne's a kid, basically, in this uh, movie. Okay. Yeah, that bothered me. All right. All right. Next topic. Well, I mean, I'm going to go see it. I'm going to see it, too. Oh, yeah, we were supposed to go see it together. Yes. And and do a review for the podcast. And we will, ladies and gentlemen. We will. Okay. Did you see, uh, have you seen any movies lately? See It, too? No, I actually haven't seen any movies. Yeah, I've not been to the movies at all. So it's probably shouldn't tackle that. What's next on our list? Okay. Oh, well. Continue. I was going to say, if we're going to talk about comic books for a little bit, everyone should go read House of X. The things they're doing right now, um, Jonathan Hickman, he's amazing. He did an amazing job with Fantastic Four, one of my favorite series. Uh, one of my favorite parts was uh, the part where Franklin Richard resurrects Galactus and makes him his herald, displaying the, he's the most powerful character on Marvel Comics. Um, that was all John Mithikman. He's the equivalent of Jeff Johns to DC Comics, if that makes any sense to you. Okay. So, yeah. Everyone read House of X. All right. House of X? Yes. All right. Uh... Okay, so this just came out. I'm curious if you're even interested or whatever, but uh, they announced that 
The original cast for Jurassic Park is coming back for Jurassic World 3. Just let my trilogy die with dignity. It didn't have the the second and third movie was were garbage. It, in my childhood, where I remember it, where everything was amazing, it was amazing. Let it live there. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Jurassic World? Huh? Uh, maybe when I was a kid. Yeah, Jurassic one. World. What is that third? That's one? the one that came out a few years ago. Oh, that's I thought. Oh, that's after Kingdom, right, or something. There's two of them. Okay, okay. Jurassic World. Chris Pratt one, yes. basically. Okay. Bo- there's two movies with him. No, I don't think I've seen the most recent one. I saw the first one where the lady is running on her heels from the T-Rex. Right. And I was like, bullshit. Call him bullshit and all so this So you didn't shit. see the other one? No. Didn't enjoy the remake either. Yeah, it was... Ugh. Dude. So what do you think about the uh, original cast coming back then? Um, man. Hey, Jeff Global? Everybody. Ah, well, I like me some Goldblum, so yeah, maybe that's cool. But Jeff yeah. Goldblum, and then uh, basically that's all I care about. And other than that, come on, man, what about uh, Sam Neill? I'm good. What? He's the main character. <laughs> what about Laura Dern? Yeah, she's the lady. Yeah, weren't they in the uh, like? Uh, no, the main one. He was in the uh, other, the third, mo- the third yeah. movie yeah. when he sees the raptor talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> just let it die with dignity. <laughs> God damn it! Oh, man. yeah. One of them had Vince Vaughn in it. To, to stop it with the Jurassic World people, like... Well, the Jurassic... So here's the thing. Jurassic World, the first one, made, like, $2 billion. So they're not going to just stop with it. They're going to keep making them indefinitely. They'll make a 1,000 of them if it keeps making them a billion dollars. So is you know what a 1,000 billion is. Is everyone just copying Marvel and making the same exact movie franchise and building it into some kind of world? A lot of people are. And they don't work very well either, usually. Oh, like Avatar Herd's trying to do that. Well, it's not like a Marvel Cinematic Universe type thing. They're just making five movies. Yeah, but they're trying to like create a world, I guess. I guess you're right. Only uh, Marvel and DC is trying to create a multiverse right now. No, a bunch of them are. They, did, they, they were attempting a Universal Monsters extended universe. What? Universal Monsters, like Frankenstein and Dracula and stuff. Really? But it failed because they had that Mummy movie come out with Tom Cruise and it was dog shit. Nobody saw it. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't watch so that. So they tried to do that. And then, let's see. There's there's definitely others. Oh, you got, uh, well, I guess that's more like a spinoff. I was going to say like Fast and the Furious now that they have that spinoff movie, but that's different. Uh, so, yeah, DC was obviously trying to do it. And then... I'm I'm drawing a blank here, but I'll tell you what. If you're listening, go ahead, send us an email or a, or a tweet. Enlighten and us. And tell us. Give us some other cinematic universes. Oh, Stephen King's trying to do it with the Dark Tower, right? Well, he's done it with, I think, like all of his movies are in the same universe. They don't con- really connect, though. Mm. Not like Marvel does. Mm-hmm. 
They're crazy, man. They're fucking nuts. Not Marvel's not only connecting their universe, they want a multiverse. Yeah. Damn you, Kevin Feige. Amazing job. Kevin Feig? <laughs> Is that Feige? I don't know. Oh, no, Kevin Couldn't Feige. tell you, honestly. Uh, so anyway, Jurassic World 3. Bringing the bringing the old boys back. <laughs> I'm sure it will still be dumb. Yeah, no, I agree, and I'm sure it's gonna make a lot of money. That last, uh, like the Transformers series did. That last Star Wars coming out in a couple months. I am so confused about that because I saw that Ray Evil thing, and I was like, they're probably trying to trip us out. Probably some dumb dream sequence yeah. or some shit. Vision. God, man, they have run that franchise into the ground. <laughs> they really have. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of incredible, honestly, how how they I, somehow... I still stand by what I said in the first podcast. Episode three, still favorite one. That's fine. Give yeah. me lightsaber battles, all I want. At least you didn't like list like eight <laughs> your favorite. The Last Jedi. <laughs> The last movie I'm paying to go see in this franchise. Oh, man. Well, I hope, like, I really just hope they do some Force Unleashed stuff and make some, like, Super Saiyan Jedi thing go down, and I'll be happy. Palpatine's back. I'm happy about that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I feel like this this is a deja vu. I feel like we talked about this recently. Yeah, we did on the first one. On the last one? No, but I mean, I just was talking to someone about. Uh, I was at, like, a party or whatever when we were talking about Star Wars. And I'm like, at least they're bringing back Palpatine. I'm like, I know it's just, like, cheesy, like, fan service shit, but at least I know that the scenes with him in it will be good. Yeah. Because he was the best part of... Well, the new stuff is so bad, everybody wants pieces of the old stuff. Yeah. (laughs) I guess the same place in Jurassic Park, I guess. Jurassic World. Get it together, or else you're fired. <laughs> Sorry, sir. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, what have you been? What have you been playing then? Well, I uh, just beat the Witcher Blood and Wine expansion as well. Okay. Uh, I I can't say if I really enjoyed it. I think I messed up the ending. I don't think everyone was supposed to die <laughs> the way they did. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody lived like I just fucked up man um, but maybe I got the bad ending because I, I didn't really enjoy it uh, maybe I you got the, the good ending I enjoyed uh, Hearts and Stone the first expansion ending that was good um, now I'm off to the world of Persona 5 so you started it or not I did I'm, um, I just started combat recently oh, okay like, so you're still early early on yeah but I've been playing like here's the thing when I'm playing that game, at first at least, it makes you play the whole first part because you don't get to a save point way late into that game. Yes. <laughs> that that was a problem. So, Persona 5, yeah. Are you in the first dungeon? No. it's like a prison? No, I'm still like going to school. I just met like one of my friends, I guess. Uh-huh. And uh, I just discovered my weird powers and met that cat in the world. So, yeah, so you're in the first dungeon. Oh, is that a dungeon? I thought it was a castle. Okay. Well, yeah, it's a castle. It's a dungeon. It's yeah, I, so I got past that part, which took Well, me did back. you beat the boss? What boss? Yeah, okay. See, there's a boss for every... 
So um, I think it was just an so introduction. Yeah. yeah, but you go back to that same. Okay, okay, okay. That same dungeon. So it really took me back to Final Fantasy VIII, like those Final Fantasy days where I was playing those turn-based RPGs, and I loved it. It had like, you know, your special character you can use or you can use yourself, which I'm not really clear on what the difference is because when I attack, it seems like the same damage is being done. As I'll help you out. Okay. I'll Yeah, I'll, I'll explain it. Um, I guess I could just explain it now. Okay, so each monster that you fight has a weakness. And if you hit someone with a weakness, it knocks them down on the ground so they can't go. And therefore giving you an extra... And it also gives you an extra turn. Okay. So you can chain... So like... All right, let's say that you're fighting three monsters. One of them's weak to wind. The other two are weak to fire. You can hit the one with a wind attack, knocks him down, give you another turn. Then you can hit... So it's element-based, kind of. Yeah, but it's all about, like, strategy of who you're going to attack and when. So, like, you hit the one with the wind with a wind attack, knocks him down. That gives you another turn to go again. Use a fire on these two guys. You hit one, he's weak, he falls down, that gives you another turn. Then you hit the next one, falls down, that gives you another turn. And once everyone's on the ground, you do like an attack where everybody in your party attacks yeah. uh, attacks him and does a lot of damage. So you can... Oh, I so, haven't even gotten so if you're So if you're timing it properly and like doing everything right, you can just like pound through a wave of enemies without them ever even getting a turn because you've like chained a bunch of combos and stuff. That's pretty tight. Because you can change your monsters that come out. So okay. maybe you'll change to one. It's like, okay, well, this one does, like, fire attacks. So what's the difficulty in this game, usually? Uh, some, some of the fights can be pretty hard. Okay. But the, the, the majority of the game is the best part, which you haven't even got to yet, which is the life sim stuff. It's like once you're... Like when I have to go to school? Yeah, the, oh. you'll go to school, and then you have, like, you have... Each uh, allotted slots each day of uh, after school and then evening and then also on days off like in the morning and you have like a list of things you can go hang out with a friend and improve your like link with them or you can go to like a part time job and earn money and it'll like boost certain stats like a, if you have a job tutoring someone then like your intelligence will go up or whatever. And that all plays in when you're in the dungeons, or you oh. could, yeah, or you could go to like an arcade and play a game, and that will like boost the stat or something. There's all kinds of different things. You can go see a movie with a friend, so you're boosting your friend stat, and you're boosting uh, your like whatever the movie gives you. Certain they might give you. So charisma. you said you can also hook up with girls in the game. Yes, uh, you can. You can um, date every. I think just about every single girl in the game. Everyone you meet at the same time, uh, you can, yeah. And it, things will happen, maybe that aren't so positive, but you can do. You can uh, date multiple girls. Oh, I like how things like it has a reaction to my yeah. choices and stuff. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's it's the fourth one is m- my favorite RPG I've ever played. Uh, of all time, yeah, easily. It's not even close. And five. While the story isn't as good, uh, the all the mechanics and stuff are better, more refined. Everything works works better. But four is my favorite because I I fell in love with with the characters and stuff. 
Okay, so I'm hoping Five Stories good because it's I, fine. Yeah, it's good. Okay, I know Persona is known for their really good stories. I even watched Persona for the anime. Yeah, which is yeah, it's good. good. You, uh, it's great because every character that you come in contact with seems just like a like a two dimensional dumb character, and you're like, I don't want to hang out with this guy or whatever. And then you hang out with him, and the more you hang out with him, the more like nuanced their character becomes because they become more. Uh, comfortable around you and they'll like tell you more personal things and it's like oh this person isn't just like an idiot they're really nuanced and you know, have have a like backstory as to why their life is the way it is or whatever oh just like real life right? yeah it's very interesting and it's a lot of fun the best the best part of that game the reason why people play it pretty much is to play the life sim stuff the the turn-based combat like because they have a bunch of spinoffs for Persona now. In my mind... Yeah, the, I nearly bought, like, Persona Dancing with the Stars or something yeah. because I thought it was a Persona game. But yeah, luckily, it's a rhythm game. I watched the trailers and I watched gameplay and I was like, all right. Because I was like, that's a whack name for the Persona game. Yeah. Persona 5, Dancing with the Stars. Like, what? That doesn't make me want to play that game. Yeah. Um. So... The thing with uh, yeah, the, so so the spinoffs. There's all these spinoffs, and uh, in my mind, the ideal spinoff would be if they only if they did a game with only the life sim stuff and none of the dungeon crawling and whatnot. Really, people like that so much. Okay, I'm looking forward to uh... because it's all time management based, and everything you do, it seems silly, but it also affects like your stats and stuff. So like everything you do, like going going on a date with a girl is especially if she's one that's in your party is going to boost your social link and then when you have a high social link with people in your party they can like do special moves and stuff in the dungeons so like if you're really close with somebody in high school and then they're in your party and you go into a dungeon they will like take a fatal blow for you and stuff what yeah because they're like no that's my boyfriend and they'll like jump in, in the way and and stop the attack from from killing you. Okay, so when your character dies, do you die? Or yeah. Okay, so everyone else can pass out, but if your character faints, then you're done. Okay, that's pretty handy, actually. Yeah. So it's like everything has a reason why you want to do it. Mm-hmm. It's 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 really cool game. They're coming out with a uh, like extended extended version, which they do with every Persona game. Uh, in like February, I think it comes out. I'll Maybe be playing this is, that. Uh, one, why this one's on sale? It's like fifteen bucks right now, or something, right? Uh, it's it. I think it's uh, twenty dollars. Okay. It's on sale for eleven dollars right now. Right. Yeah, that's that's a great price. Yeah, hundred hundred hours of content. Yeah. So I plan on playing some of this game. <laughs> yeah, this will be the real test to see if if you still finish games nowadays. When you can't just rush through it and ignore all the side stuff like in Witcher. Because you can't ignore anything. Like it's the, every single person's playthrough is like 105 hours. There's no deviance there because of the time management. You get the time allotted to you each day. And, you know, there's so many days on the calendar. And each specific day is like the game ends on this day. Uh, whoa, that's that's really, really interesting. That's a cool concept. Yeah. Um, I'm... 
I think I might get immersed. It's a very, here's one thing I kind of didn't like of the game, but it was kind of cool at the same time. It's not open world, obviously, but it kind of feels open world-ish because like I'm walking through and I got lost. Like I couldn't even. It's not open world in the sense that like the difference between the dungeon and the world are seamless, but the world is open as soon as, you unlock more areas though as time goes on. Okay. Like you'll meet people and they'll be like, oh, you want to go hang out? Uh, we'll go hang out here, and it's uh, and then that'll unlock like the new city oh, area. Cool. Yeah. How big would you say the overall map is? I mean, it's not really particularly huge. Okay. It's not that kind of game. No, I just wanted to. It's mostly yeah. just you get up in the morning, you go to school, you might have to take a quiz or whatever, and that'll like boost your intelligence. Uh, and then after school, you decide what to do. You can go hang out with someone. Or you can go to your job, and you'll just choose it, and then, like, it'll trigger a cutscene. Mm. And then you watch that cutscene, go to sleep, and it gets super addicting because you're just like, I'm so close to, like, unlocking this new ability from all I need to do is raise my charm. I'll go – I'll just go – I'm another one more day, one more day, one more day because it's just, like, a few things, and you just watch a cutscene that you're constantly just like, I'll just play one more day. And yeah. go and do this thing and raise my stat, and it's it's really uh, it's really addicting. Once you get to the life sim stuff, well, so you got to power through that first. How uh, are the that dungeons? First dungeon. The dungeons in five are a lot better than four. Okay, that's the one thing that it's like stuff like that. So the dungeons what, are pretty cool. What makes it better? The dungeons in four are like basically identical, and they're all just like mazes with a different wallpaper, and these ones are fully realized 3d dungeons mm. so there's also like a stealth mechanic in this one that wasn't in four okay. where you like hide behind walls and like can hop from yeah point yeah to point. yeah you can do that in this one yeah you can't that. do that in the fourth or any other any of the others so all right well let's move on here stop talking about persona i have been playing Link's awakening so that's we already talked about yeah, that. yeah we did although i did however get to, uh, last night I got a code, a review code for the new Contra game, which, by the way, they didn't send me until a day after it came out and everybody gave it a terrible review. Oh. <laughs> so. They're, should... they're hoping there's one good review out there. <laughs> they're, they're searching for it. They're probably going to be disappointed in my review. I haven't played it yet, but I am not particularly kind when it comes to reviews. So, so what's the deal with Contra? Why is it getting such bad reviews? I think they just made a game that nobody actually wanted. Uh, people wanted Contra. That This is some weird over-the-shoulder, like, third-person shooter Contra. Is it 3D? Yeah. Oh. It's weird. It's like, it's a third-person shooter, and also times goes, like, to a top-down perspective. It's just not what people want at all. People like Contra 1 through 4, and this isn't that. <laughs> this is not even close to that. Yeah, Contra is pretty popular. I think it's been released on every console I've had since like the yeah. digital online age. Yeah, they've been, because it's fucking Konami, so they've been dragging ass on it for, <laughs> they've been abandoning the, the franchise. And oh, and also it looks really bad. It looks like a PS2 game. Like, I people have been theorizing that this was a game that they developed like 10 years ago and then they just never brought it out because I didn't think it would do well or cancel it and then now all of a sudden because they, they made an announcement for a game that looked 
a lot like this like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. They're like, look, we're working on a new Contra game. And then they never came out with it. And it, like I said, it looks a lot like this one. So a lot of people are theorizing that. Why, why release it now? Because they had it laying around and they could make some money. I guess. They could have made money back then, too. Yeah. Yeah, but it's different. People are more into, like, the old games now. So, it wasn't know. old enough then. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, uh, I will review that next week. And on that note, we want to thank you so much for listening. We greatly appreciate you. We'd appreciate you even more if you went and left a five-star review at your podcast listening app of choice. So much. It helps. It helps a lot. Send us a tweet at project underscore, no, it's just Project Pat 88 and you can follow us on Facebook. Get us anywhere where we have podcasts. And also, uh, we... Tell a friend about us. We, we, we've, we're going to have solid gold records with every recording for sale coming up. Only 24999 U.S. dollars. Watch you get the most amount of tweets you've ever gotten. Hey, can I get one of those uh, gold plates of your podcast? <laughs> I guess I would do it then. (laughs) Anyway, guys, thanks so much for listening, and we love you very much. Yeah. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye.